0: Ratchet Looney.
1: What it is. Uh.
0: Buck Wilson Scott. Yo. You're going to have to get up on that mic today, boy. I will. I'm up on it right now. A lot of people said they couldn't hardly hear you last week. No. Oh. No. Well. We got a full house. Mm-hmm. We got Austin, the U.S. Marine, Scott. <laughs> I'm here as well. Austin Lane, Scott. Remember when mm-hmm. they used
1: to call you the Reaper? Austin they call his, me the emperor now. His,
0: his middle name is Lane. You know who, who he was named after? Lane, uh, Lane Frost, the bull yeah. rider. Lane he, Frost. Yeah. What's up with that? How hey, many bulls
2: have you ever seen in your life?
0: Probably four. How <laughs> ma- <laughs> well, I'm sure you've seen more than four bulls, but you've probably seen four bulls up close, like touched them.
3: I've seen like four bulls Uh, at like a rodeo. That's about it. That one mm-hmm. of me, Cody and Aunt Bell, went to. We used bull, to have many, cows. We used to have cows. Well, yeah, I'm talking <clears throat> about like rodeo cows. rodeo
0: bulls. Right.
1: How many bulls have you ever rode?
0: None of them. Mm. Have you ever had a hankering to ride a bull? No.
4: Hmm.
1: Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart?
0: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Coming at you
3: with them hard questions, son. Have- I don't know if anybody ever, has ever put butter on a Pop-Tart. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, right. have you done, I bet you've done it before.
1: No. You so, look like you've done it before. It has to taste like a toaster strudel. It has to taste like a toaster strudel. has to.
0: So Austin is back from deployment. Uh, how many QT slushies have you drank since you've been here? Every time you come to the house, you have got a, what is it, a 32-ounce?
3: They used to have that 52-ounce. I know it just says large, so I get the biggest
0: cup they got. I think it's 32-ounce. Working on my second one today. Uh, second (laughs) slushie
1: plus he's only been eating gushers he never eats
3: a full meal
0: does the marines not give y'all now sugar they don't have this
3: kind of sugar down there what (laughs) What? it's not the same they don't have slushies down
0: there in el salvador
3: nope zero slushies believe me at the movie theater they don't sell them
0: right Mm -mm. you're gonna have to quit bouncing that leg boy I can hear it in the headphones that's not me That was you. That is you.
3: Mm -mm. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Cooney. (laughs) Full house. Four people on the podcast, and I feel like I'm going to have to hold the reins on all of y'all. Right. If I don't tell y'all how it's done, it never gets done, right? That's how it is. (laughs) If I don't tell y'all what to do, it don't get done. It's just like yesterday. What happened
1: yesterday?
3: Oh, here we go. Here we go again. At Garland Mountain. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so t- all right. Hold on, real quick. Let me set the mood. Let me get y'all uh, calm down. I'm gonna say something, and I want one of y'all to re- to finish the line. Right? Which one's it going to be? But you got to be all in if you're going to do it.
1: Just I'll, okay. I'll do it. Go. You gonna do it? Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, mean Gene Ogren. <laughs> what? That is not where I expect you to go. What, <laughs> what was how, that? I
1: don't know how to finish that. Why did you just do macho man any savage? <laughs> that was that how is that set <laughs> how are you how are you supposed to finish that sentence? That's
0: that's simple. Anybody that knows anything about wrestling, the macho man, the finish to that would be I'm the cream of the crop, brother. No, you didn't finish it. Because no. oh yeah, mean Gene Okerlund. I'm the cream of the crop, brother. <laughs> no, next man. man. Next.
1: <laughs> he say, hey, okay, let me set the mood. <laughs> right. Then he, then he just bust off into macho man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, is, that
0: is the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> All three of y'all like to fell out of y'all's chair with that simple macho man impression. Yeah. Wow.
1: Let me set the move.
2: Rick Flail, you put hard times
0: <laughs> on America. You put hard times on Dusty Rhodes, Rick Flail. You put hard time. <laughs> wow. <Next. laughs>
1: not, not acceptable. Buck, do your, do your macho man impression. No. Do Why your, not? Do yours, Austin.
0: Nope. I knew that Buck wasn't... Buck was not going to say he'd finish the line to anything I said. I knew I, I knew he was going to say. But no. can you blame him? Because stuff like that happens. Because
2: yeah. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I thought we were going to be talking about something that went on in Garland Mountain yesterday, and then when well, that happened,
3: you
0: changed the whole topic of the way the podcast was going. I had to set the mood. This is the first time all four of us has been together.
1: That that probably was the, on the podcast for when we went to Garland Mountain just all over the place. Just, <laughs> just
0: all over the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Cooney... Scalps.
1: Daddy tried to, to give me the other day, we went to Subway, and Daddy was like, Cooney, I'll buy it if you order the whole thing like Macho Man Ranch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he wouldn't do it. I was going to buy whatever Subway... Let me get a foot long tuna on wheat with American cheese. See, you can do it, Cooney. Do it. Cream of the crop. I'm
1: the cream of the crop. I actually have that, that Christmas sweater I ordered that has Macho Man holding up the creamer. Yeah, it's that's the right. Cream of the crop.
0: You know what video we're talking about, don't you, Buck? Where Macho Man. Yeah, where he's man. got the uh, creamers for coffees. And he puts he it, puts it on, top on top of his top head. Of his head. <laughs> you know what we're talking about often?
1: They no. don't
4: have Macho Man in El Salvador. <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow! Austin thought- acts like he's been in El Salvador his whole life. He's been there for six months. Hey, cause six months and a different they don't have sugar like that to
3: you. They don't. they don't. They don't have that. They don't have. They got Reese's Cups, but they're all like melted by the time you get them. <laughs> wow. And they sell Mountain Dews there. They're like 60, 60 cents for the, like, the bottle, but they're not even the right kind of Mountain Dew. They're fake.
0: Tastes different.
3: It's like if if a flat soda was carbonized. It's like a flat carbonized soda.
0: Does it come in a plastic bottle? Mm-hmm. But I'm it comes in like the old
3: Mountain Dew label. So is it is really? it the
1: one Ma- Mountain Dew sells El Salvador, the Mountain Dew that falls off the assembly line? Yeah. Well, I don't know the, the arrangements pan. of the deal.
0: I mean, is, I just is, <laughs> is it? You said the old Mountain Dew labels, the Kickaboo Joy Juice.
1: What? Kickaboo Joy Juice?
2: Never heard of that. No.
0: It's like the
3: black label when it says Mountain Dew on it. Oh, really? It's not M T M. So I don't, I don't think anymore.
2: I don't think that the Mountain Dew that you're drinking is flat carbonated. I think it's old. No, because it's carbonated. Yeah, but it's still old. Is it? You just described a ten year old Mountain Dew bottle with Mountain Dew still in it. It's Old Mountain Yeah, they Dew. haven't
1: spelled the word mountain on
0: no.
3: Mount Dew in a hot minute. No. Wow. Is
0: it in a plastic bottle or a glass bottle?
3: Still in a plastic bottle.
0: Well, I didn't hear you because y'all was laughing and cutting up and <laughs> pitching a dang fit like y'all. Y'all been doing that. They settled in glass bottles. Since y'all were babies. You get all three of y'all together and it is a disaster. Well, that's it how it is. It's a coot <laughs> mob.
3: It's a coot mob.
0: Yeah, y'all are the coot mob for for any of y'all that, that's ever been duck hunting and you, you see them coots, all them coots get together and the ducks land and the coots will come running over there and run the ducks off. Y'all are like a coot mob. <laughs> y'all just hang out together. You stay in one spot and then you sort of wander and gander over here. Blah, 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 all this racket and ruckus this podcast is going to be a disaster if y'all don't calm down <laughs> i tried hang, to i tried to set with the, the boys <laughs> i tried to set the mood You set the mood to get rowdy without, yeah <laughs> with the
1: you said you literally said let me set the mood oh yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah yesterday garland Mountain skeet shooting
1: yeah
0: oh uh, we did it break it down what happened break
1: it down another WWE reference right there yeah degeneration X. Yeah. oh yeah but uh, so I'm going so to start from when I woke up, when I went to bed.
0: Woke up. Here we go. Waffle House on 75, Joe. Again. <laughs> buck side-eyeing you like. He's going to say something about me. Look at him. What did I do?
2: Just
3: listen. Cody He'll just figure, wants to
0: tell it. Just listen. You'll
1: figure out what you did. So I wake up, and I wake up, and I come in here, and Daddy's in here doing his Bible study with this program he's doing. So I go and I, I take my little old shire, you know. I didn't take a shower I took a shire night before. Anyway. So we get to doing our thing. I'm getting the GoPro ready and the podcast stuff and all that. And so then me and Austin get to loading up the car. You know, Daddy, Daddy likes to say he has to do everything. But in all actuality, it's just him saying stuff we should have already did. And we're actually doing it when he thinks we should already had it done.
0: Whatever that means. Yes. Anyway. Negative.
1: So we've loaded up the car.
0: I gave we, Cooney a list of stuff to do. So
1: anyways, we're headed down the road while I right. was in the shower. So now so now we're on the road. Now at this point we're on the road in the car. And uh we had already planned we're gonna stop and get breakfast. So we was trying to stop at a Waffle House. Well it was wait the line was too long, so that it says, Okay, we'll just stop at the Waffle House on seventy five. We got to the Waffle House on seventy five and there wasn't one on seventy five. Kenny's <laughs> he's just dying to say that there's not a Waffle House there that, anymore. That. I mean it, it that is something that is so weird. How do you We're gonna stop at this place that's not here?
0: That's that's not weird. Your at only all.
1: job was to find us breakfast <laughs> and look at what you've done.
0: Burger no. King. That Waffle House was in about four thirty-yard dumpsters, <laughs> so it was technically still there. No, it wasn't. I right, continue with the story. We could have waited for them to so, be built. So still we ended up there.
1: having to go to Burger King. Burger King breakfast is by far the worst breakfast I've ever had. In I, agree. My life.
0: I agree. I agree. I
1: ordered the Supreme Platter because it was the closest thing to the All Star because it was
3: the biggest thing on the menu, and they
1: gave me frozen pancakes and square two by two eggs.
0: Burger King's breakfast is weak. I'd agree. It's croissants and croissants. <laughs> yeah. What
3: about breakfast? Says to you, uh, eat it at Burger King.
0: Well, I mean now we're, now we're crunched on time, like we mm-hmm. had to be up there according to the man that set the skeet shoot up. Buck don't have a timeline when it comes. Who's at the skeet shoot up? Me. Cooney. Eleven oh.
1: o'clock was when they opened. Daddy Buck's said, figure out when they open. We're gonna be there before.
0: Yeah, be there right when they open. Yeah. So we
1: got there when they opened. Anyway, so now we're we're leaving the Burger King, and we decide it's time to pull back out on the road. That was scary in itself. Was Austin pulling out onto the road? <laughs> oh my God! He pulls <laughs> I'm out never into this. He pulls out of the Burger King. A car in the lane that he's trying to pull out of. And he tries to make us think that he wasn't just going to pull out in front
3: of the car. Because I wasn't. I saw the car the whole time. I literally <laughs> he, saw it.
1: So he says. He says I'm using the turn lane as an acceleration. I never lane. said that. I just pulled there. <laughs> now
3: I give it to you. Maybe I was going too fast to stop, but I saw that car right there.
0: Austin, it, it, it you made it very clear yesterday morning that in your marine training, oh my god, it had nothing to do with a vehicle. Yeah. Nothing at all.
3: Have you ever seen videos of military people driving Humvees?
2: Yeah, but when you're on a dirt road and it doesn't matter where you go, it's different.
0: You,
3: I don't think y'all realize y'all ain't the only people in the car that don't want to wreck. I just don't <laughs> get in the car and say,
0: hey, I'm going to wreck this turn, thing today. Turn his mic down a little bit, Coney. He is yelling. He is getting frustrated. <laughs> I'm not yelling.
3: Wow. <laughs> I'm putting it on you how it is.
0: He is He is yelling.
1: You are getting lit. So. So anyway, okay. so we're headed down.
3: Don't
1: headed forget
0: down. the Waffle House ain't there no more. <laughs> yeah, the
1: Waffle House is not there. We're not going by a Waffle House at this point. So we get to this four-way stop. This four-way stop Austin's been to many, many, many times in his life. And uh my daddy says, we're going to turn left up here. Okay, Uncle Brian. I know about this four-way stop up here. Never know, said that. I know there's not a turn lane here, but I'm going to go ahead and get in this turn lane. So he starts getting over, like there's a turn lane at this four-way stop. <laughs> and then he realizes, oh, I'm stupid. So he has to
3: get <laughs> back on the road. He did so do that, that, awesome. that was scary. But you said we're going to take a left at this red light. I've never driven up there, so I'm sorry, Cooney. I ain't been in the country in like... Half a year, I don't remember this little four-way stop out of all of the four-way stops I've been to in my life. But if you think about it, driving with normal people, (laughs) it'll just be like, oh, there ain't a turn lane right here. Oh, oh, cool, I'll check my mirror, ease back over in the lane, that'd be the end of it. But y'all just don't know how to let people live something down. (laughs) And and Cooney ain't never drove anywhere further than the high school in his life, so he really can't talk about driving.
1: Actually, I did drive to Blue Ridge by myself. That's cute. That's cute. but uh there is, there is a, <laughs> there's an art to driving with my daddy because my daddy my yet. daddy's <laughs> always going to do his little <sighs> <and> <laughs> <eyes> <laughs> the car in front of you 300 yards away hitting their brakes and then he's just grabbing on the to that bar up there going <laughs> <sighs> i mean that's always going to be there so you just got to learn how to tune him out yeah and not worry mm-hmm. about it you
3: wanna talk about driving rough the when and he was, like my daddy
1: likes to do this thing when you're riding when he's riding with you he likes to check your mirror, make sure <laughs> you're in your
2: mirror. Wow. Anyway, so he likes gone. to check you to make sure you're looking at your mirrors. You know how many times I've gotten to a turn lane, you didn't even look in your mirror. <laughs> hey, I'm taking <laughs> y'all. My son. daddy moves his whole head to look at stuff. While I just use my eyes to look at stuff. So I'll glance at the mirror with my eyes. My daddy moves his whole head to the mirror and then back up. <laughs> I'm different. So anyway,
1: we get to Garland Mountain. Here it is, 10 minutes, 4-11. We called Buck. Buck, where are you at? I'm like 40 minutes away. No, I wasn't. We so Buck, Buck, were he, like 20 minutes away. Buck woke up this, this morning of this shoot within his mind knowing I'm not going to be there when I'm supposed to.
0: No, we left at 945. Buck was... I called Buck, too, to make sure Buck... I was up. ...was getting... The things he was supposed to the
1: This morning when I Yeah, he was supposed to get the shotgun I was supposed to shoot. Plus he was supposed to get the choke for Austin's shotgun.
0: And what did I tell y'all after I talked to Buck?
1: He said I should have told I should have called Buck again, told him to call me before he left the house.
0: I said I told them both, Buck will not get any of that because he did not seem enthused about making sure he got. I that. just
2: wanted y'all to see my new gun. <laughs>
0: yeah, really.
1: Yeah, but we didn't want you didn't want us to see the gun we needed.
2: No, you, we had more than enough. We had four shotguns there. You could we could have made it happen.
1: We we did. Uh, so uh, I ended up having to share shotguns with my daddy, and uh, that was about it. But uh. So we get there at 11 o'clock. We walk in to go go get our stuff. And uh, these jokers go, you can't shoot till one. It's the county noise ordinance. Yeah. And you that shoot was your it fault. One. It wasn't my fault. That so does
2: That is not on their website. It it's not
1: on their nope.
0: website. No. Well, there you uh, go.
1: Can't blame that on me. That's the county. Should have called you them. Could have
0: called them. The
1: county? Yeah.
2: No. Oh, you could have called the mountain. mountain.
1: Yeah, who does that Call anymore? the state. Yeah, I could have called the state.
0: But anyhow, speed your story up, son.
1: There's a podcast (laughs) (laughs) son. But anyway, so we're sitting there waiting on Buck and his friend to get there. We don't know if they're going to come today or the next day. We're not sure. So we're sitting there, and then it just starts pouring down rain. (laughs) Then it'll stop. Then it'll pour down rain again. Then it'll stop. And Daddy calls Buck, and he's just like, this, this is just a disaster. <laughs> Nothing's going right because I didn't tell it to.
0: <laughs> That's right. I got to tell y'all every but guess what? Single move to make. We all we all had fun. We had a blast. I had a blast. Austin, that was your first time <laughs> skeet shooting. Yep. What'd you think? It was fun. Austin had the best form. He needed to turn his mic back up some, Conan. You got it too loud.
2: Austin had the best form out oh, of everybody easy. shooting, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you had. The you can best tell one. that you've been critiqued on that, right? Because you do it without even like making sure you did do y'all, it. Y'all shoot shotguns much? Well,
3: in the MSGs, you shoot those. Uh, you'll shoot like slugs and buck shots, but that's just like the form when you're shooting anything, basically. Right.
0: Right. Yeah, you did. You did really well for for, for your being, first time too. Um, uh, you know, Cooney, Cooney schooled all of us in fishing well not you buck you wasn't there but
3: if you would have been there everybody can get lucky fishing though
0: cooney took it to the house last okay. saturday young, Fishing.
1: young bill dance did you get busy call
4: me
0: yeah
1: oh yeah yeah I, I catch three to four times more than what everybody else catches on a regular basis anyway. hey,
2: you're just catching the same one over and over again
1: now you can ask daddy if i
2: when i called a fish in the
1: spot i moved to another spot didn't he I? did he did move yeah i don't I don't double fish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't double fish. <laughs> this ain't fish. I ain't making pairs. What son. what is double fish? <laughs> when you, when you throw a fit, when you catch a fish, throw it out there and then catch it
3: again, to, just to be like, oh, I caught another fish.
0: Austin, are you nervous? Not even
3: in the slightest bit. Because
0: you are shaking your leg. I'm
3: literally not. Sh- I'm not moving.
0: That, you're not now, <laughs> but you just was.
1: It's all that. All them slushies running through his bones.
2: I don't have sugar like this in El Salvador. I'm getting wild. I <laughs> <laughs> don't have
3: slushies, Carl. Wow. I think that's Buck shaking his leg.
2: I'm not. I'm sitting completely still. It's definitely you. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> so so y'all had a ball skeet shooting. Yeah. It was hot though. Yeah, I know it come up a cloud thunderstorm. Well,
2: right there after the cloud, it got it cool. It was wasn't hot, but it was. You know, you could bear it, but right. then right there at the end the sun came back out. Sun came back out. Yeah, and it got hot.
0: Yeah, it was getting hot then. Then but that was about the time we was wrapping up. Yeah, we, we had
2: two or three stations
0: left, maybe. Yeah, It wasn't bad at all. No.
2: And then we wrapped up. We had what, fifty clays left to shoot. Right. So we just went to an empty station warm
0: out. Warm out. Shoot, yeah. What'd you think about it, raccoonie?
1: I had a ball. I ain't never been no count at shooting no skeet anyway.
0: Man, I like this. I side. shot,
1: what did I hit? Like 17 out of 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My highest ever is like 27 out of 100.
0: Yeah, but you do good on the dove field. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I put meat on the table.
0: Yeah, you do good. Tony ain't them. ever been much of a target man. No. No, he ain't. I'm what a, uh, they,
3: they call me Chob Knocker. I like knocking chobs <laughs> down. Wow. Somewhere.
0: What do you think about that, Austin?
3: I mean, he did hit two in one shot. You got to give it to him. At 54 yeah. yards.
0: Yeah. He did kill two turkeys at one shot.
3: He did tag out that year, too, did
0: he? Right, right. Yep. So, it made me think, uh, the talk we had yesterday.
3: Which was the same one we just had. Yeah. On this
0: one. (laughs) Uh, Coinciding with Austin doing so well at the skeet. I remember when he was a little bitty, he's an older knothead now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But I remember the first chance he had at a deer. How old do you think he was, Austin?
3: I was in fourth grade.
0: How old are you in fourth grade? Maybe mm-hmm. 10.
3: How old, how old is Griffith right now?
0: 11. 12, about, about to be 12. Sixth
3: grade, about to be 12, probably 10.
2: Yeah, he's probably 10.
3: So so when somebody asks you for an age? At fourth age. grade, I'd be nine because I turned 10. before When
1: somebody fourth grade. asks me my age, I'll say, well, I was born in 2004.
3: I'd have
0: been nine. I'd have been nine years old. Nine. So we're down there in Washington County, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Buck, you was down there. Yeah. And uh, was going to get Austin old deer. Been working on getting him a deer. Roll him up, take him. Yeah, throw me up, roll, roll him. <laughs> <it> up. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> take, take him three and a half hours away from the house.
1: Is that like when you when like you lay on the floor in a blanket and you throw yourself up like a burrito? Yeah, that's what about. we did to Austin. That's what that's you right. did to him, threw took, him. in the bed. Took, of the, threw took, him in the bed of the truck.
0: Took him on down there to Washington County, Georgia. S- Deep Step, mm-hmm. Deep Step, Georgia. What? Yeah, that's that's, that's a, what it was called. That's the name of the little old town right there, Deep Step. And the uh, first night we was there, me and Austin was in a buddy stand. What happened, Austin?
3: I didn't shoot the three deer that came up behind us. Tell the
0: story. <laughs> T- tell the story. We ain't rising, man. We are just, we're telling the story of Austin.
3: I was asleep, and these three deer walked up behind us like 30 yards away. And he handed me the gun, and I didn't shoot them. That's what
0: happened. Yeah. So, th- three deer come up. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
1: I'm really glad you're a marine and not an author. Wow. Because <laughs> you'd be writing like paragraphs, not books.
0: So, we're sitting in the stand, and these three deer come up a big old doe that we had named B RAF. Because when mm-hmm. Buck was little, when Buck was little, he couldn't say giraffe, he said B RAF. And uh, so we named her B-Raff because she had a big old long neck. And it, I mean, it was evident that her head stuck way up above her body. So it was B-Raff, her year, yearling, and then a middle-sized doe come up to our right-hand side. And I, I wake Austin up. I said, there's some deer, boy. I said, you ready? He said, yeah. And I hand him the old 30-30. I can't see them. I can't see them. I said, what do you mean you can't see him? I can't see him. Now he's shaking like a leaf. You know, so I'm 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 figuring, oh, this Joker's adrenaline is just whooping the far out of him, right? Like whooping the far out of him. Finally old B Raf makes us out up there and, and does her foot stomp and they end up high tailing it out. I said, Well that's all right. We got tomorrow morning. We got tomorrow morning and we'll uh we'll give it another go. Mhm and uh so we get up the next morning back to the same stand now this time the the wind's swirling and yeah we don't have a, we don't have the best wind that we could possibly have to uh hunt that stand but we're making the best of it and i see those same three deer walk behind that shooter house that overlooked the hell hole mm-hmm. and uh I told Austin I said I was afraid they was gonna come and loop behind us like they did the night before so I told Austin I said let's get down and uh go over there I seen some deer so we get down there's old bush off on the side of the road and I kneel down Austin kneels down beside me I said that deer's gonna come out in the road right there I hand him the gun I said be ready I'm gonna stop her and uh he said okay Old B-Raff B. Raff walks right out in the middle of the road. What, 30 yards?
3: Yeah, she wasn't that far. What happened? Same thing. <laughs> didn't shoot her.
0: Old B-Raff's standing right there, and I tell Austin this is how I stop her. I just talked to Austin. I said, there she is, shoot her. And, of course, she stops and looks yeah. right at us. I can't see her. I can't <laughs> see her. Here comes the yearling. I can't, Austin, take your time. Shooter. I can't, I can't see them. I can't <laughs> see them. And then here comes the middle-sized doe, and they're all just staring right at us. The scope was black. I can't <laughs> see them. I said, well, let me show you how to do it. i take the gun from him. Wa-pow! <laughs> you just love saying
3: that, don't
1: you? Wow pow <laughs> nugget!
0: Wa-pow, nugget! <laughs> uh boom and you could tell that it hit her Mm -hmm. i mean she she about hit the ground austin says yeah you got her you got her (laughs) and she and i hear her go about what 60 yards yeah she piles up the other two run behind her now i knew that yearling wasn't gonna leave her yeah i knew i knew it wasn't so i told austin i said we're gonna wait right here a little while we're gonna ease in there and we're going to let you try to get one of those others. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to shoot that big one anyway. <laughs> I said, okay. So we we wait probably, oh, five minutes. Toward the end of the five minutes, you hear,
5: mm mm-hmm.
0: That yearling in there telling their mama to get up. Get
3: up, put your shoes on.
5: I
0: said, <laughs> I said I said, All right, let's go in there, let's do it. So we get on in there and we get to the the back legs of O B Rath. She's laying there piled up and that yearling, I guarantee you, ain't three yards in front of her. She's probably like seven yards away. Yeah. From us. Um I hand him the gun. There it is, Austin. <laughs> Do it. Shoot it. Shoot her. I can't see her. I can't see her. She's too close. I can't see her. Now here comes the 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 middle sized doe now is yeah. walking over there and it now it's like, whoa, something going on here. This yeah. this is crazy. So it's like trotting around nervously. It got as close to us as the yearling. All right, Austin, there's the other one if you didn't want the little one. I can't see that one either. I can't see that neither. And about that time, what bow, Buck was hunting with shorty. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a doe that had come beside them that was coming over there to that phone. Yeah. uh, Bleating. And Buck shot that. And I thought to myself, dad bum. I knew that yearling was going to stay with that next size up doe. Uh, so I wasn't worried about no coyotes or nothing getting it. And, uh, so I said, well, I guess he ain't going to be able to do it. And, uh, we drove old B-Raff out to the road and went and helped Buck find his deer. That's how that story went, ain't it? hmm Austin?
3: Yeah, I guess that's how it went. No, that's how it went. <laughs> that's how it went. <laughs> that's exactly how it went. Yeah.
0: What was the deal?
3: I was a little dude.
0: And hmm. what what was the deal? Was you scared of the gun?
3: Looking, well, at the time, I didn't think I was scared of it. But looking at it now, yeah, I probably was scared of it.
0: Well, what was uh at the time? Do you remember what was going through your head?
3: I honestly, at the time, really, it was like that last when that little deer. I wouldn't like situating right because, like, like you said, the adrenaline. Right. And like, you know, if you're too close or too far back on the scope it gets like black. Right. I feel like I was like just shaking too much and then like messing it up. So and eventually I was just getting too nervous and I was just like, nah, I ain't
0: doing So this. what about when B raff was in the road?
3: I don't know about that.
0: You were scared of the gun. Probably, yeah. You were scared of the of the kick. What about the night before when we seen him?
3: Scared of the dark.
0: Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Definitely not
3: scared of the dark at all.
0: <laughs> Do you think you? I mean, you're scared of the gun. You was nine years old. Yeah. Now you had shot that gun because we we always make sure our guns are sighted in mm-hmm. around the end, end of the light July. Yeah. In August, something like we always sight make make sure they're still sighted if in. If I'm
3: being completely honest, the only time I ever remember shooting that thirty thirty was at Cedar Town, like two years ago. I do not remember
0: shooting yeah, that you, at all. You just don't remember shooting it. Huh? Yeah. You you just you just don't remember shooting it. You you had shot it before. Mm-hmm. Because that year Cooney was shooting the two forty three.
3: I still ain't never yeah. shot the all six, I don't think.
0: What what did you shoot that deer with, Buck? That day. Yeah. Two forty three. The two forty three? Yeah. And we had the thirty thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: I could have yeah. swore we went hunting with Buck. At Washington County one time, and we were in the shooter house, and he killed a deer with the thirty with the thirty out six.
2: We didn't have that thirty out six when we had Washington County. No, I'm because
3: I remember. You know, it was when we were in that blind, and uh, remember when that raccoon came upon us? Yeah, yeah. And Buck was in Shorty's daddy's stand, and he radioed saying he couldn't see out the scope with the thirty out six anymore because it was getting dark, and that's when we left. I'm pretty sure we had mm-hmm. the thirty out six at some point when we were in Washington County. No.
0: We may, may had, I don't know. That's the, spot, had,
1: that's the spot where I killed my first deer was Shorty's daddy stand right there at that Washington County hunt
0: Yeah. You killed a little old three-pointer.
1: Three-pointer. I was asleep. Right. Did daddy, you have a turkey hunt down there? Daddy woke no. me up and he was like, there it is. We still be quiet. <laughs> nah, I, I, I shot it with the thirty thirty.
5: 30 Yeah.
0: Yeah, sure did. hmm I remember that. mm mm-hmm. Wait, well, you was wearing a coon skin cap. I was. And <laughs> me and mama was hunting. <laughs>
1: Yeah, mama was with us that yeah. day.
0: Mama slept the whole time. Right. Yeah, y'all was hunting back here in that blind, wasn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Speaking of turkeys, Austin, what uh do you remember the first time you tried for a turkey?
3: Yeah, when I shot a guy.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do Do you think you're able to articulate that story, or are you just going to say, yeah, a, tur- a turkey come out there, and <laughs> I shot, and-
1: Wait. The I way, just wish. The way you got to get Austin to tell a story is you, you do it like a mad lib where you tell it and just tell him to add in the word. Yeah. Then you read the rest and he can add I in the word. I just wish I'd have waited <laughs>
3: for him to get closer. I feel like I was too anxious to shoot him because I knew I could hit him if he got fu- at the right time. Right. But I just feel like it was the. I was so anxious to shoot him because he was like, y'all were talking like, oh, this is the biggest turkey i ever seen.
0: Oh, he was a Mac daddy, son. Mm-hmm. He was. If
3: I Matt, would have listened to you and shot him when he got to Hannah, he'd have been fifteen yards away and we'd have obliterated
5: him.
0: Yeah, he, I mean he was four foot tall. Oh yeah. So we get out there that morning and uh, I knew the birds was roosted on this ridge. That was just it was way too rough to get there with me and two kids. Yeah. And not get busted going in. I mean we would have had to got in there at like four o'clock in the morning.
3: Wind was vicious that day too, cause
0: it was. So we set up in the shooter house, and the plan was to call him from that ridge about 400-something yards to this food plot. Yeah. And uh, he gobbled right on the roost that morning. And uh, there was a coyote come out in the food plot. Remember that? Yeah. And uh, that coyote went right up there to where he was at, and he shut up. Guy did. And I tell you, y'all, the reason we named him Guy, but he uh, he come out in the road probably about an hour later, and I said, "Whoa, look at that guy!" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whoa, check that guy out! <laughs> and uh, Cooney and Austin was like, "Whoa, Guy!" <laughs> and so we we just called him Guy, and he come out in the road and he looked up there at the food plot and he went back in the woods. Remember? And uh, for an hour later, nothing. And finally, he popped back out in that road and stared down there. It seemed like an inter- eternity. but It was probably 20 minutes. I
3: thought he was going to bust me standing there in the middle of the wilds hanging out that window.
0: <laughs> and uh, finally, he started making his way down there, and it probably took him another 20 or 30 minutes to close 400 yards. And uh, I told Austin, how old was you then? But right, right around the same age, I guess.
2: No, I was. No, not. he might have been. That was two or three years. Twelve later. or thirteen.
0: Twelve or thirteen.
2: Yeah, we weren't in Washington County anymore when we no. had Treat Mountain.
0: Right. Okay. So, I said, "I, right, I can either tell you to shoot him, or, or, you can shoot him when you feel comfortable." And uh, old guy cr- crossed into that food plot.
3: He was on a bee line to Hannah too. I should have waited till he got w- there.
0: Once he committed, like I said, it took yeah. him twenty minutes. Yeah. But once he come around that last uh Brewer thicket, he said, All right I'm, everything's good. He was really making sure really cautious, really cautious. And uh he came out into that dang food plot and Austin said, "What pow. Nugget. And, <laughs> and he shot over him. I got it on video on one of my old phones. Yeah. He shot over what well, I mean, what you think? I just wish
3: he would have got closer. Right. I don't think I've ever been as nervous, though. Like that, even that deer hunt, I don't think I was that nervous as what I was when the guy came out.
5: Right.
0: Because I because my, I was talking about how big he was or Probably.
3: What? Or just because like, I didn't think it was going to come up because a wind was blowing. Yeah. And I was sitting there like, oh, this is miserable, cuz I can't wait to get out of here. And then when he came up, I was like, oh, this is this is a real deal. Right. <laughs> that joker was coming. I wish I'd, if I'd have waited five more, five or ten more seconds, he'd have, Right. He'd have ran into that one.
0: Which it leads me to to wonder that I got all three of y'all. This is a sort of a rare occasion to uh, have all three of y'all together and talk about hunting and fishing.
3: And loving every day. I knew
0: you were going to say that. Whoa, (laughs) Coney. Whoa. Let's go there in our minds. I guess I I set that mood, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) What what do y'all think? early on were the key things that y'all picked up that, hey, I'm learning something here while y'all was hunting, right? Yeah. What do you think, Buck, was one of the earliest things that you felt you could start, that you were learning?
2: Um, The first, when we, when I first started hunting with you and Shorty on Pummetland for Turkey Hunting, and I remember that day, I don't remember where we was, but we'd been riding around all day, calling and stuff. And that's when I really, like, started to understand how we turkey hunt now. Right. Like, going to different spots and calling and how the how the woods work. Right.
0: So, like, different tactics. Yeah, like, different tactics. Like, why we were at a specific area. Yeah. Like, why we chose to call... Here, so the sound hoping the sound would resonate this way, Mm -hmm. or we knew a bird was over here, yeah, and we'd never seen him on the other side, so we knew he he had to work on this side, yeah. So you're, so you started learning one of the at your earliest that you can remember about location, yeah, how location was key, yeah. That's that's what you're saying, Mm -hmm. hmm. That's interesting. What about you, Looney?
1: Uh, Some things that I learned early on. I remember one time we were hunting. You were you, you were pointing out stuff to me like trees and different stuff. And you different, were like, different
0: kinds of trees?
1: Well, no, not that. You were pointing out like different, like, we come, I can't remember where we was at, but we come across this tree that had a big old hole in the bottom of it, big den tree. Right. And you're like, remember that tree. That's how we got to get back to the truck. So that that's what I always do now is I'll look around and I'll mark places in my head, so I know where I'm at.
0: Right. So you you're you're remembering, you know, different types of landmarks. Yeah. Right.
1: Because there ain't always gonna be a, a marker like Silver Comet Trail that says, "Boom, right. mile thirty-five, right here."
0: Right. So when you was learning that, uh, was instead of what not only just visual things. But was you coinciding that with like any type of distance? You see what I'm saying? Do you remember me talking? Okay, so we went down this holler, up this ridge, and then turned left. Like, or was you just your early on? That's the first memory you have of visual things.
1: That that's probably the first memory I have. Another thing I picked up as far
0: up, as learning stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, well, another another thing I picked up on was when. When I, when my, the first year I really, really deer hunted with, with y'all. Right. Was, uh, I would always pick up the scope and would say I couldn't see the target in it or something like that. Right. And I would just, I wouldn't look at the target. I'd try to point the gun at the target, then bring my head to it. Right. And you always told me, look at the target and bring the gun to your eye. Right. Don't point the gun, then try to find it. Right. That's another thing I picked up on pretty early.
0: Right. Hmm. Interesting. Austin,
3: I learned not to adjust your shotgun sling. My bucks
0: calling to a turkey unless you want your face grabbed. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't early on. No, I did that. Uh, that was just a couple of years ago. Nonetheless, <laughs> if, if if you move when you ain't supposed to move, then the only option I have to make you be still is to turn around and put the Veneric claw on your face.
1: <laughs> but you remember that time? It was you. I wasn't there. It was you and Daddy hunting. And you look down the barrel of the gun. Yeah. And Daddy made you do push ups. Yeah, that was
2: there. on the, was that was on the power line on oh, Red you, Mountain Road. He
0: was real young. We was standing there <laughs> and we matter of fact we had a bird goblin. Yeah. And uh, man, that blew me away. Because I to I had taught Buck gun safety and pumped it in him and pumped it in him and pumped it in him. Now the gun wasn't loaded. Yeah uh but don't still don't, that don't matter that don't matter he got lax and you was probably you was probably eight or nine yeah i was young and uh he i was talking to shorty and i looked over at Gabe buck at side eye to see what he's doing and he barely creeped his head over and looked down in the barrel of that gun and i seen that and i said well I can either wear his tail out right here in the middle of the woods <laughs> or he can get some push-ups. And I said, all right, boy, give me some push-ups. And I think I made <laughs> you do 100 push-ups. I don't I?
1: remember. That, that, that's, we, we rarely ever got whoopings or anything. Daddy would always just make us do push-ups.
0: Wall sits.
2: Wall in sits our hands. me and <laughs> men, Buck
1: would have to do back, stand back-to-back back and do squats. I remember one time worse Buck, than a Buck was doing some type of a book report or something at school and he hadn't been in a room but like ten minutes and come back out there said he read that book and daddy daddy went through it and just found a page and asked him about the page in that book and Buck said something and it was just way off the wall. And Daddy made Buck Buck sit up, do a wall sit, holding like eight books.
0: <laughs> hey, y'all was wrestlers. Y'all was wrestling.
1: Oh, yeah, and run, I remember running around the kitchen yeah. and gar- with garbage bags. On yeah, y'all was, lose
0: weight. Y'all was uh, wrestlers, and I said, well, mm-hmm. I can't spare the rod with these boys, uh, so I'm going to double up on them. They're going to get punished, and they're going to work out. So y'all was getting stronger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Y'all was getting stronger when you got in trouble. Getting stronger, but yeah. Buck, Buck, Buck got him some push-ups out there when he, I'd say he was eight. Yeah. About eight years old. And uh, you ain't never thought about doing that again, have no. you? No. <laughs> never. All right, Austin, you got to come up with something that you
5: learned. I would
3: right. say definitely, because I don't remember going hunting after that deer hunt until turkey season. Be yeah, honest, that, I don't remember turkey hunting. I think my first turkey hunt was at the cow pasture yeah i would say mine came from the turkey tracks in okay. the road okay so definitely when it rained and stuff and you can right. see like how often they would come and then like the way they're going and you can base right. off that off like where your setup is
0: right yeah there you go that'd be on public land too mm-hmm. so you, so your earliest memory of like learning stuff was the direction of travel yeah animals and the wind
3: and stuff too i would say the wind would probably be over the tracks would probably be the wind
0: yeah learning which to always pay attention yeah. to how the wind mm-hmm. is blowing so that that shows early learning right one thing yeah. we
1: all picked up on real early was gun safety
0: though oh yeah gun safety like you had to have gun safety before Dad, Daddy, I'd even say let that. you get in the truck.
1: We'll get in the truck and pull out, pull out on the road, and Daddy'll be like, "What's well, so the number one thing when we are out here? Gun safety." We get out of the truck. Number one thing, we'll say, "Gun safety." Then before we split up, number one thing, gun safety.
0: That's right. You don't get those mistakes back. Nope. At all, you don't get those mistakes back. Uh, period. At all. So as y'all got older and was able to start going hunting by yourself Mm -hmm. and it ain't that i taught y'all everything right yeah uh there's a lot of things that we all learn together while hunting as far as location and places we needed to hunt and just different times of the season the animals may be here more yeah. than they were here. Like, so when you got out and struck out on your own mm-hmm. and started hunting on your own, did you pick pick up on anything you was learning then?
2: What I picked up on, I don't really turkey hunt by myself, but I do a fair bit of deer hunting by myself. Right. Because y'all don't, y'all don't really like care to get out on the public land deer hunt with bow and stuff like I do. Mhm. But I learned a lot more about deer hunting. Right. When I'd get out there and do it by myself when I'd go to Sheffield, when right. I was working at Publix, I was going to Sheffield almost every day.
0: Right, right. So. Yeah, you was getting them deer pinned yeah. down over there.
2: And I was I was getting on them, but right. I still never killed one, but Right. I figured out where they was living. Right. And I was in the game every time I went. Right. But
0: what about you, Cooney?
1: I ain't never, I ain't really what, done no
0: You go with Buck. I mean, so y'all were yeah. by yourself. Well, me and you, Cooney, you don't have me with you.
2: Well, me and Cooney went on the uh, adult child hunt in the forest, yeah, yeah, we, the first time we
1: successfully slayed an animal, that was, but Daddy that was and, my spot. Oh, it wasn't your spot. No, but me and, that and Cooney was on had a plan. <laughs> that was everybody's. Me and spot.
2: Cooney had went down that road. And we went on the other side of it and we sat down and the acorns was just falling like crazy. Mm-hmm. Acorns was everywhere.
1: But, but, we no, but we noticed that there weren't many acorns on the side of the road we was on.
2: Yeah. And we could, and we bumped two deer out of that bottom and we walked over the top of that road. Yeah,
1: so right. butt but was like, well, why don't we try the other side of the road?
0: Right. So, so, we'll so y'all, you picked up on the fact that, hey, the food source ain't right here we need to move on a little bit yeah mm-hmm. get and go to daddy's spot the spot <laughs> that, that daddy has always took us down through there hunting no no
1: that's so that's what I y'all never, well, I so never been down so
0: really what you just said is i learned that if i go to where daddy has took us <laughs> in the past then we'll probably have a good shot at an it i don't think
1: i've ever been down in there before
0: Oh, definitely. I've been oh, yeah. Down you that, for I've sure been down, down that, that road, not down in that hollow. You've been down in that holler, Man.
2: but me and Coney, me and Cody seen probably eight deer that night. Oh, yeah. And definitely. we were only there for what? Right. Two hours, maybe. Right.
1: And to be hundred percent honest with you, me and Butt were pretty much sitting in the wide open. Yeah. And a doe. But it was
2: so. It was still so um green, and it's just gun season had just started. We don't really start losing leaves here until. Right, a little while after gun season starts. Right, so everything was on top of the hill, looking down. So it was all the vegetation high up was blocking us. Right, so they wouldn't see us until they'd gotten the bottom with us where it was right. open.
5: Right, so
2: yeah, it's- that's when old, uh, a doe come down off top of that ridge. Yeah, two or three of them.
1: Man, she come down there hot, son. She come down there and stop. And I was trying to get on her, and I, I guess just me moving, she seen us because, like I said, we were almost in the wide open. Right. She started blowing, so she blew, and then she ran off. And Buck, Buck said he heard more deer up there. Yeah. And he he said he seen one up there, so we just we sat there and waited. Yeah,
2: I told Kuni I was like I was like she blew, but I don't think she she didn't smell us, so she was just blowing off of seeing us. She don't know what we are. I was like right. I was like if she'd have smelled us, she'd have stood there a lot longer than she did. But, uh, but she run the Her and those other three deer went over the top of the hill. And then five minutes later, that old spike come walking down.
0: Yeah. And Same that, trail they came down.
1: After I shot that spike, there was deer running all over the top of the ridge up there. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: So what I'm, what I'm getting at is uh, what is the difference? So you hunted with your daddy, your daddy's friends all your life. And then all of a sudden you strike out on your own. Mm-hmm. What is your initial thoughts striking out on your own in the woods hunting do you put pressure on yourself man i got to do this by myself daddy ain't here i got to i got to show him i can do it or is it an overwhelming thought of okay i got to figure this out do you take it slow what what When you first started doing it, what was you doing?
2: When I first started doing it, I was definitely taking it slow. Right. I would. I wouldn't go as far from the truck. Right. But now, now I go miles from the truck. Deep, right? I'll go miles from the truck by myself now. Right. Especially with all these map apps that you can get back to the truck. Right. Ain't nobody you. If you get a you get that Onyx, you ain't getting lost. Right. If you download the maps, you ain't unless your phone dies. You you will make it back to the truck, or when
3: you that, can join the Marine Corps and learn. Um, I mean, anybody land can knife. learn navigation. You know. That's pretty easy yeah. to learn.
2: Austin can teach you that. I know how to do that, and I've never been learned how to do it. Do you know what a protractor is? Yeah. What is it?
0: But you got to have the map with you. Yeah. See if th- those uh, talking about getting deep, getting far from the truck. You know, cell phones fail. Yep. yep. Storms come up get your phone wet, run your phone, you drop your phone, you bust your phone. Your phone Just goes like when
1: we, the people that got them two dudes that got lost up there in Cahuta. Yeah. Both their phones died.
0: They, yeah, both they died. And, uh, that I mean, that's true. So, like Cooney said, always noticing where you're at, what you're passing. And you can get in some woods now that it all looks the same. What I always, what I always remembered was uh, the the hollers that I would cross, mm-hmm. or the creeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd count the, I'd count the ridges I climbed. You know, from from the road. Yeah. And pretty much, and people, people a lot of times, I'm telling you, I've I've tried to explain this before. In our area, in our area, the majority of the airplanes are are coming from a north direction toward Atlanta. Yep. If you get disoriented on where the sun is or anything like that, if you'll watch the majority of the airplanes, they're going right toward Atlanta. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you know the general area you're already at, you've yeah. got to burn, yeah. you know. You know, if it's real cloudy mm-hmm. or, you know, cloudy at night, and you can't check out the stars. Yeah. If you watch them airplanes, I'm telling you, you you'll, you'll pick up on where, you, you will have a very close yeah. idea of where you're at.
1: And I, I remember, I remember we were hunting one day and we were headed back to the road and I was like, how do you know we're going the right way? And there was a bunch of silt and stuff on the side of the ridge. And you were like, Well, there's a bunch of silt right here, so there's either a creek or a road up here somewhere. Right. And then no sooner than you said that we got that little creek. Right. Slat full of silt. And then the road was just right there.
0: Right. Pay attention to where you're at. That uh now what about you, Cunny? Falling off, which I know you you ain't like struck out on your own on your own yet hunting. But you've been with Buck, hunting. What, what is uh, is the sense of security gone? You know, initially, do you think about it? No.
1: You, no, no, not really. Right. When I, whenever I'm out there with Buck or anybody else besides you, I just always hunt like I would if I was with you. Right. I mean, of course, if if Buck's taking me hunting, we're doing Buck's style of hunting. Right. Pretty much. With Buck's style of hunting, he can say what he wants, is a lot different than yours is. Right. Buck Buck doesn't, not that he doesn't go after him as hard, he just, Buck's not a stay in one spot. He don't stay as long as you do. Right. Buck will set up for five, ten minutes, and if that joker don't gobble within five or ten minutes... He ain't there no more. He done went to North Carolina. Buck will go all the way back to the truck, try a different part of the world. <laughs> Buck
0: said bump on you if I you ain't going to play. Me and Buck There's a turkey goblin somewhere.
1: <laughs> me and Buck got out, out there one night. And my, there was a turkey hammered off over here, and there was like four turkeys gobbling at one time. And about out, and we had one goblin, and we was kind of working him, getting closer to him for sure. And he just quit gobbling. So we, and we sat up for like five minutes and – Buck decided this turkey don't even exist anymore. He's right. <laughs> just hearing this joker. So what, we headed straight back to the truck.
0: What? Uh, what about you, Austin? I would say because you've been you've been with Buck.
3: Me and Buck dip out on our own a good no, a good amount during right. turkey season.
0: Right. Is it different than hunting with Uncle Brian?
3: For, so it is. I know when me and Buck are hunting. Me and Buck ain't coming back till we covered like eight miles because we
5: fought deep right
0: <laughs> but what i'm saying is so say you first first morning out of, out of the truck now y'all y'all are young men right so i'm not trying to act like y'all are babies but are you like huh what in the world are we gonna do <laughs> uncle brian ain't here to tell us what to do i don't to yeah. just follow buck you just follow buck <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so you it doesn't it does feel different
3: but i don't know how to explain it like you know what i'm saying like when me and Buck are out there, it, it's not like more relaxed, but it feels like we're making the decision, sort of. Well, I mean, you are. Not like, I don't know how to explain it, but you know what I'm trying to say? No. Like, well, I'm supposed to say yes. Well, most kid. of these spots
2: we go
1: to, even when we're not with you, we have,
2: a, we've been to them before, so we kind of have a general idea of. Where so, we need to be. Well, or, I will tell you right now, if I wasn't with Austin or Cooney, they wouldn't know where in the world they're at. That's a lie. That's Cooney, that not
1: Austin. Well, I'm going to let you know right now, if I'm ever hunting by myself, I'm probably going to stay pretty close to the
2: road exactly. I'm walking on. No, I, See, because
1: and, I I am more liable than <laughs> the rest of
3: y'all to get lost
1: in me, the woods. Me and, Buck and I'll call y'all and y'all won't never be able to understand where I'm at.
3: Me and Buck took off one time. Uh, it was when they were doing that burn on Blue Carbody Road a couple of years ago. We was walking. Me and Buck was like, oh, "Where are we at, Cub?" Like, pulled out the onyx. We are like four miles from the truck. I'm like, oh, right. might as well start heading back. There was one time me and Buck left the house at like four thirty and walked like four miles to a spot.
0: Hm. It uh, I know. I'm trying to think. I believe it was the first time. The first time Buck and Coney went turkey hunting by themselves and I, I don't i can't remember if i told y'all this or not i was worried to death i said oh t-?
1: and you come out there to check on us? oh
0: yeah that johnny monk yeah. yeah i remember that and uh i rode out there and just parked behind the truck for a little bit <laughs> and just listened. can i hear them jokers calling let me see where they're at let me let me see where they're at and i never did hear y'all calling didn't hear no gunshot and, that was
1: that was right after I got out of school too. I got off the bus and Buck was sitting in the house and I come to the house, he said, You going on with me or not? And he didn't even <laughs> have his camouflage honestly. Well, I guess so.
0: And uh I said, Dad bum. All right, well I guess I'll head on back to the house <laughs> and uh yeah. I had to come out there and check on y'all. I
3: do think I've seen more turkeys. I would I would say I've seen more turkeys like just squaring up, like just showing up when I've with buck than I have been. You
0: leaving. lost your mind, son! No. I'll smack the far <laughs> <out of you. laughs> I'm telling you. Oh,
3: great! The amount of turkeys face. me and Buck have just drove up on when me and him were like Oh, on well, blue drive, driving something. up on strutters I, ain't I, nothing.
1: I remember one time me and Buck was hunting. This was a uh, this was like this was actually the day that Brian Kemp put the the 14 week or whatever 14 day coronavirus restriction down oh, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But uh, me and Buck, we hunted that whole day. We didn't come home. I think we got home not long before you got off work that day. But uh, me and Buck were going down to Johnny Monk, and I'd had my phone hooked up to the radio, and I'd been asleep for a hot minute. And that song, Ragged Old Flag by Johnny Cash was on, you know, he talks that whole song. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and Buck, Buck reaches over and flicks me on the face, and he goes, look. I don't know what you're playing, but you have got to change this. I think I'm listening to a podcast, and then it busts into a song. It said, you've got to get rid of (laughs) it." And then we sent a gobbler. Yeah, then we sent a gobbler and had to get out and work him.
0: Well, here's the thing, Austin. You can see all the turkeys you want with, (laughs) Buck. But who who calls up the turkeys? Who takes y'all to the spots and brings home the meat? Who? You do, thank you.
3: I would definitely say though, like when I'm sitting with Buck, I kind of think it'd be like, all right, <laughs> if we don't call this joker up, I know Buck's gonna say let's get up and go to him. But like if we're talking about calling a Turkey in somewhere, like I, I'm not even nervous, but I'm like I'm ready for that joker to come in because just like you, just be calling him up out of nowhere.
0: That, yeah, that's what I do. No, <laughs> that's that's what I do, son.
3: Me and Buck would go to him though. I don't. Me and Buck don't deer hunt as much together as as we turkey right. Him. I think the last time me and Buck deer hunting together was well Now when I came home for Christmas we did. Yeah, sit right. her down. Yeah. Right. Almost got one there but it's the overjumped. jumped.
0: So Austin. MSG. Mm hmm. That's your job in the Marines. Yep. Tell us about it.
3: You just guard the embassies, mainly protecting American citizens and stuff
0: like that. What uh what does MSG mean? Marine security guard. Okay, so your your contract's a little bit different than the rest of the marines or what yeah, is so it
3: I have like a year of training and then I have uh 2 years as an MSG and then I do I go back to the fleet for 2 years
0: right right so i mean how are you liking it
3: i like it I mean, make more money in this job right everything's paid for you don't have no bills so
0: you El Salvador mhm what uh Tell the people a little bit about El Salvador. What do you think about it?
3: I I like, I mean, obviously not as much as here, but I right. mean, as first post compared to some of the other places you could go. Right. I would say it's pretty good.
0: What did you, uh, did you have any say so on where you went? Or so
3: in your first post, no, but when you get, when you're out there and you're actually going to start moving, you can put in for special, like, places you want to go. Like, you get a wish list.
0: Right, right. So, um, Austin brought my attention up, since he's been in El Salvador, uh, about the Zona Rosa.
3: Yeah, Zona Rosa, Pink Zone Massacre.
0: Yeah, so it was, what, June 19th?
3: 1985.
0: 1985. uh, El Salvador had a civil war that lasted, what, 12 or 13 years? Yeah, I think so. And uh, a leftist communist group some guerrillas uh ambushed some marines in Zona Rosa which is a a uh it's a district it's like a restaurant it's like a di- restaurant district yeah yeah in in San Salvador yeah the capital right mm-hmm. and um, they assassinated four marines yep what it was four marines uh two other americans two
3: businessmen yeah um,
0: a a Chilean
3: two salvadorians i think
0: and a Guatemalan I think it was yeah. four salvadorians and a Guatemalan yeah. and uh they ambushed these marines and uh killed them because they were marines because they were u s marines and uh y'all did a special workout uh in honor memorial for those marines. Do you remember their names?
3: Um hamwork Hamworth, um right. Sergeant Dixon, Sergeant Weber, and then Sergeant uh
0: Right. Do you remember their ages?
3: Uh Dixon was 27. Um one, one Staff was Hamworth was 24. Right. And then uh Sergeant Weber was 22 and then uh, Sergeant Kiewakowski was 20.
0: Was 20? So y'all did a special workout to honor those men. Yeah. On June nineteenth, right? Yeah. Tell us about that workout.
3: Um, so it's the workouts depending on their ages. So you'll do eight burpees at the beginning of each. At the each round, there's four rounds for the other eight MSGs that've been killed. There's been twelve in total.
0: So there's been uh eight other Marine MSGs that have been killed in different places in the world. Yeah. Okay.
3: And then with them four, that makes it 12 total. Okay. And then –
0: So you do eight burpees.
3: Yep. For the eight other Marines.
0: For the eight other Marines. And
3: then, like I say, for Stassard and Dixon, since he was 27, you'll do uh, eight burpees at the beginning, 27 push-ups, 27 squats, 27 overhead presses, and then half a mile run.
0: Then half a mile run. And you do that for each one of those Marines. Yep. And um, so in all, you do 32 burpees – yep and then you coincide their ages with your squatch, your overheads then you finish the lap and your push-ups and you finish the lap with a
3: mile with a half mile run
0: what do you think about that raccoony do
1: it do it put that work in you do it cooney right now hey
0: Co- cooney's been working out cooney has been, been working to, out i've
1: been trying to find me a tractor tire to flip
0: but yeah, he was
1: I, was. I was thinking I could get a wheel loader tire or something from the workhouse, an old one that ain't no good. And that's was like, There's one right there, see if you can flip it. One of them big old for the log tire, log monster is what it's called skitter says tire,
0: it. yeah, skitter tire, wheel loader. But uh, <laughs> but that's <no. laughs> on the,
1: from one of the ones that was rolling brush. That should flip it then. When I walked over there, he'd have to have a track hole to pick that thing <laughs> that
0: that that I ain't no moving it that ain't no cross-fitting tar right <laughs> there son that's a big boy
2: that's for getting off in the woods right smashing stuff
0: so uh what do you think about that workout Coney? to honor those marines
1: well, i think it's a good thing yeah to,
0: to honor them Coney's connie's been working out man he's he's been putting that work in me and Cooney both yeah been hitting it man
3: Nothing like a workout and a glass of tea. Am I
0: right, Cooney? I right. <laughs> we uh, we've been we've been about two weeks now, I guess. Yeah. It's uh, I feel like I can ramp it up now, don't you? Yeah. I feel like I can I feel like I'm uh ready to ramp it up. I bought a new stereo
1: system. Put in the garage.
0: And for the gymnasium.
1: For the gymnasium.
0: What you think about that workout Austin was talking about, Buck?
2: It's good.
0: Think you could hit all that at one lick? I think I could. You think so? Yeah. I think that's a good goal to strive for, Cunny, to where you could do that entire workout without stopping.
1: I think I could do it.
0: Yeah. You think you could do it now without stopping?
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it don't really seem. No, that, it's a lot.
2: Not, nope. That's a lot.
0: Eight burpees is gonna wear you out. Right.
3: What really gets you is when you when you start lifting them, them overhead presses. But you don't really – got to realize you're doing 27 of them. It's like you're doing it with, like, a 55-pound weight, and then when you do the next round, your arms are, like, dead. Right. Because you're doing them so fast.
5: Right.
0: And you do the burpees first, mm-hmm. then the push-ups, then the squats. Then
3: the overhead press.
0: Then the overhead. How do you do the squats? It's
3: just like a normal air squat.
0: Okay. No weight?
3: You can. You can add weight if you want.
0: Right. Okay.
3: Some yeah. some people did. Some people didn't.
0: There's more to that, Cooney, than uh, – what you thinking buddy you know what i'm saying but they ain't no doubt in my mind you can get there you can oh, I get know there i
3: can we ran it in those boots and right. everything though
0: right what uh what's what's the weather like down there in el salvador it's like,
3: so it's not humid here like it's like always in the 90s or in the i think the coldest i've seen to get to while i've been there is like 84 right but it's not humid either. Like, you could go outside in El Salvador and be 93 degrees, play a game of football, and be all right. Right. If you go outside here, it's 72 degrees, but it's humid. Right. Might as well forget
0: it. Well, you was talking about the waves, too, in the in the Pacific.
3: Yeah, they have – so El Salvador has a rainy season, so it rains for, like, a certain amount of months, and then the rest of the time it just doesn't rain. It's, like, sunny. Right. And all that stuff. But then waves in the Pacific Ocean, they don't play around. Really? They do not play around because –
0: you get out there surfing?
3: I thought I was going to surf, and then I got hit by them waves. I was like, well, "I'm gonna stay right here in the grass." They wear cause. you out. Yeah, they. We were trying to see who could withstand them the longest, and right. me and another Marine got sucked. Like we're just standing there, and that big old wave came in, it sucked our footing out from under us, sucked us in, slammed us together, and spit us out. Really? We just laying on the beach like, "Whoa, <laughs> <"Yo>, cuz, <'cause." laughs> we gonna do this again?" <laughs> Wow, why ain't,
1: not? I got ain't up doing through. no surfing. I go ahead and tell
3: you that. There's like four Americans that drowned a couple months ago from there mm-hmm. trying to swim, surf. Yeah.
0: Oh man, that ain't no good.
3: I ain't no telling how many have drowned since then.
0: So, so El Salvador itself. I mean, is that some place you would go? From what you've seen down there doing your work as a marine with the embassy, uh, is that some? You, when you get out of the marines, would that be somewhere you'd go to vacation? If
3: I had a group of people, yeah.
0: You wouldn't go by yourself? Nope. Why not?
3: It's just not somewhere you would want to go by yourself. If you look it up, like, there's, like, uh, it's, like, one of the dangerous, most dangerous places you can go because of the gangs and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. But, so like, you... we're, there's certain places that they're not, like, the beaches we go to are, like, pretty safe. The area that we're in is pretty safe. But, like, you never know.
1: So, so you wouldn't recommend it as a family vacation?
3: I mean, if you go there as a family vacation, do your research. But, yeah, I mean, ain't nothing. They're just not going to see you and kill you on the spot. They don't really mess with Americans down there.
4: Hmm.
0: What you think about El Salvador, Buck?
3: Don't make yourself a target, basically.
0: Right, right. What you think about El Salvador, Buck? I don't care
2: to leave El Salvador. I mean the United States. Right. Me either. That ain't happening.
0: (laughs) I don't, uh, Cooney? El Salvador?
1: I don't care to go
3: anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) if i was gonna go to the beach i don't think i'd go back to to el salvador just because i'm not a traveling person like that right i know people would but why go to why i go there when i can just go to florida or something or savannah
0: true that hmm interesting
3: the beaches are different there too they're like black sand i don't know if you've ever seen the sand on iwo jima like how it's black volcanic sand right it's like that at el salvador too oh
0: really so the sand's black yeah Hmm. I never even heard of black sand. Yeah, also like, was telling me that it's the like
3: other volcanic day. sand.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: You gotta you need to bring me a bottle of it.
0: Man, that's Why? cool. Volcanic sand. Interesting. Mystical. So, um, uh, is that a is there a memorial down there in Zona Rosa for those Marines? Is there something at the embassy or? Uh,
3: there is something at the embassy. There's uh, so it, obviously in our house we have stuff for them. Right. Like that, like our gym was built and dedicated to them. Oh, okay. They have, like, a placard, though, of, like, everybody, every American that's lost their lives working for the American government in El Salvador. Right. So, when you go to the back of the embassy, it's, like, a big stone wall right there. Right. Yeah, I can send y'all some pictures of it if you want.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
3: Um, as far as the Rosa, I mean, those buildings that they were shot at aren't there no more. It's, like, there's, like, a Denny's there, and there's some other stuff there. Right. But it's not that far from the, the embassy now. Right. If there's something there for I don't think there is. Right, but I haven't been there walking around.
0: Well, you was was you telling me that like a jar of peanut butter cost eight dollars or
3: yeah, you are not gonna find like what is that Jif peanut butter right stuff like that. You are not gonna find that down there, and if you do, it's expensive. So it's
0: like all generic peanut butter. It's
3: like organic nasty peanut butter. Wow, a bottle of Listerine mouthwash is like seven dollars and fifty cents. Really? Mm hmm. Mm. What What's the currency they use? American dollar. So
1: the the whole country just uses the American dollar. Yeah. Really?
5: Mm-hmm. Huh.
2: There you go.
3: But they also live on like a dollar twenty five a day. Like everything's cheaper there.
2: Well, you just said everything costs yeah, exp- okay. costs a but lot. American
3: stuff like for us, like imported American stuff costs right. more. But for them, like stuff El Salvador makes and all that, it's not
0: right. Oh, okay. So,
3: like I said, like a Mountain Dew here that you buy out of the. Marathon costs like what a dollar 25, right? Something like that. You could get a bottle drink like that for like so 60 cents. How
1: much would it cost me to get a gancho? Oh, what? What a gancho? What is that? I don't know. Something daddy talks about. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Coney. never heard of that. Coney's why would Coney's, you
0: get one if you don't know what it is? <laughs> I don't know. Daddy talks Coney, about it. Coney's time. going off the deep end, <laughs> yeah. son. I think that macho man got to his head, son, <laughs> blew him away. A gancho. Huh. Well, I mean, that's uh, that El Salvador is a pretty interesting place. I got I, it. It blows my mind that um, uh, some some place like that, the crime that's down there, and the way those people, you know, as a whole, a country as a whole, the way they're portrayed to us. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh. And then you think of how great we've got it here. You know what I mean? We're not living in fear of... Now, obviously, there are some cities in America that are either like that or getting even worse. I mean, you hear about all the crime in Chicago, you know, people being killed every day. I think that's what
3: makes it worse is the media. Right. Like in El Salvador, you don't. I mean, I'm sure they have news channels, but they don't have them in our house. Right. We get like a news like a weekly like a daily update emailed to us.
0: So so you don't think the people down there have that feeling that it's that it's I, a very violent
5: place? I
3: feel like they know that, but also do they live there, you know what I'm saying? So like they know how to like not make themselves a target and stuff like that.
5: Right. Hm.
3: The average like right, if I was looking if I never was in the situation I was looking at, I'd be like, Oh yeah, that place is a dump. You know, I'm never go there, but being there, there are people you meet down there. Some of the nicest people you'll ever meet in your life.
0: Right, right, and you don't you don't get any type of vibe that they're in fear or no. or anything um, like that. And people
3: what, live it up down there.
1: When you're walking around down there, are you always having
3: to watch over your back. Not really. Like that? I mean, people stare at me, but it's just because I'm a white dude in El Salvador.
0: Right, really? Yeah. I mean, they. I guess they can pick out an American pretty quick. Oh yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I don't have
3: to look at them, like, no, they don't really, and, like, there's only, like, a select, so, like, you, Americans visit down there, vacation. Right. But, like, once you start going in these stores, they're going to start realizing that you're a normal part, like, you're you're starting to live here, and then eventually, like, you'll meet somebody that works in that store or something, or you're going to meet somebody, and they're yeah. going to find out. You're you talking, are. like, in a local yeah. Situation. Yeah, so, so, like, they ha- they have Walmarts down there, but the store that we go to is called Super Selectos. It's right across from the embassy. Right. And the people in there know, like, they know we're Marines and they know, like, who we are and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So, like, where I'm at it's not very dangerous, but I don't see... Also, we don't have a lot of cops where I'm at either. Yeah, like, people walking around with rifles.
5: Really? Like, like,
3: like malicious? You see, you see freaking... Um, cops like down near the beach and stuff and you'll see them i mean they have cops down there right but they got like armed guards that like work for the government that are down there like they're carrying around like ar-15s really like you're walking around like you're walking around the streets of chicago you're like oh, i wonder what i can mess up today you know what i'm saying yeah. you're not right. gonna walk down the streets of el salvador with like five people with an ar-15 in their hand really and you're not gonna test them people down there either because like really they'll look at you like do you really want to do this you know what i'm saying right they search you before you walk into Walmart and everything. Like, it is. Really? It's not locked down, no, either there. It's just the normal. You know what I'm saying? That's what right. makes you feel safe. Like, to me, most Americans are like, oh, why is that guy got a gun? Everybody's friendly. To me, it makes me feel safer knowing I got, like, a dude just searching me before I go into the Walmart house. If he's going to search me in America, he's ser- He's definitely searching everybody else.
5: Wow.
0: Interesting. Hmm. I didn't know it was hmm. my cat down there. you no, them gangs probably overrun the streets
3: down there. If it wasn't like that, though, right?
0: And I guess most of the gangs and stuff down there is part of the drug cartels and yeah, all MS-13. that. MS13,
5: really? Huh.
3: I don't really know too much about them. I don't. I don't right. encounter them that much. But I know they're like a bunch of deported people from right. here that started started up here and went down
0: there. Interesting.
3: Hmm. If you didn't like, have those precautions from the government,
1: them gangs were overrun the Does country. it make you feel like you're in the gang ghost recon?
0: Wow, Coney. <laughs> what, is, no. what is up with you today, man?
1: <laughs> what do you mean?
3: <laughs> I mean.
0: Wow, Coney.
3: I mean, obviously I'm on my guard more there, but hmm. I mean, I don't feel unsafe. There are some sketchy areas that you don't want to go to, but right. especially at night. Hmm.
0: Well, boys, I think y'all have been wild enough <laughs> this evening. Y'all y'all have took Cooney all the way to the brink of... Uh, gonchos. Gonchos. <laughs> all the way to the brink of gonchos. Do y'all have anything else to add? Buck, I feel like you said the least of the whole group. Leave mm-hmm. us with something really insightful and inspiring.
2: Inspiring.
0: Yeah. Insightful and inspiring. <laughs> Enlighten both. Enlighten our minds. Enlighten
2: your minds.
0: Yeah. Come on with it. <laughs> Send <laughs> it. That's when you go, get <laughs>
3: up, put your shoes on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on with it, Buck. I don't know. The people's waiting.
3: Yeah. Still waiting.
0: Cooney, you got anything else?
1: See, when daddy says leave us with something inspiring, you're supposed to like quote Joe Dirt or something. <laughs> it's supposed to be like What am I gonna do? Give up, man? Life a garden? Dig. Why would I sit right there and sit? I can sit over here and sit. Yeah. See, you gotta give something inspiring. Give give it. Give us your best Macho Man impression before we leave.
2: Negative.
0: That ain't gonna happen. Buck ain't about that kind of stuff. No, I don't do that. Austin, you got anything else?
3: I finished my second QT slushie for the day. Wow. Buck sprayed sunscreen in. Eat it. There There you you go.
0: Y'all acted like a bunch of fools on this podcast. I just want y'all <laughs> to know. No. Now these people got get to see what I've lived with for all y'all's lives.
3: Because Daddy ain't taught y'all, ain't tell y'all how to talk. Yeah. I'd, Austin, we need your macho
1: man impression. No.
0: I should have set y'all down before this podcast and explained to y'all how to talk and articulate yourself. That's what I should have done. Should
3: have told y'all not to be talking stupid. Yeah.
0: Don't be talking stupid now i love each and every one of y'all austin i love you boy love you too you ain't got but a few more days to be here i'm so glad you're home so glad you're home i'm glad i've taught y'all to hunt Mm -hmm. i just hope one day y'all could (laughs) make it up to the level
1: hope one day (laughs) y'all can find your own spots to hunt (laughs) yeah your
0: own spots well if y'all ain't got nothing i ain't got nothing Mm
4: mm-mm
1: Well, if you ain't got
4: nothing, I ain't got nothing.
0: We'll holler, child. See ya.
4: Deuces.